Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Straight Up Mom, a podcast of us three moms and all the shit we go through. This episode, we're going to be talking about the difference between doctors and, I guess, OBGYNs Mm -hmm. and midwives. Mm -hmm. Um, We all took different routes, so we'll kind of get into the differences. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So this one, we need a big disclaimer that we are in no way any medical professionals. Everything we're sharing here is just our experiences and our opinions. Uh, Yeah. So I also just want to add to that, that obviously I went the midwife route, but and like everything I say, take it with a grain of salt because like I don't actually know. Yeah. Like a hundred percent of everything, and something I say could be wrong or like incorrect. Yeah. So and just also, like don't hold me to it. Yeah. Don't take it as like us trying to tell you what's best for you. Yeah. Yeah. And your journey. I mean, yeah. Everyone's like different. And, yeah. Uh, Plus, also, I mean, we're in Quebec. It could be different with the different provinces, different countries. I'm pretty sure it is. Like every country has a different like different regulations. Different regulation, and like their idea of a midwife is different. Well, like, I'm, organizations, I guess, and I'm too, just talking right? out my ass here, but I think like in the states, for example, because they don't have like free healthcare like us, mm-hmm. yeah. they're more likely to go with the midwife or a doula. Mm-hmm. That's true. You're gonna pay yeah. anyways. It's cheaper, well. right? Because yeah. a lot of people do like home births in yeah. the U.S. Because it <laughs> well, is cheaper. I was talking, it's a lot. Cheaper. I was talking to my friends. Uh, her mom, they're from New York, and she told me, and this was like my friends are like 25 at this point. Back then, she said it would cost it costed ten to fifteen grand. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that recently too. Well, you yeah. know, on like the What to Expect app. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I remember like postpartum, whatever. Like I was in like my April twenty twenty one babies group, and people were talking about like they were sending their like hospital bills, and I was like, dude, like that <laughs> shit is insane. Well, even I saw. Oh, sorry, thanks. like I, I know we're getting off topic, but mm-hmm. I saw somebody post like on a mom group. Oh, like had a baby in Canada and only cost me like three hundred dollars. And I was still like, I had a baby in Quebec and walked out with nothing. Like, yeah. yeah. The only expense I paid was for the pills. Not even. No. Uh, I paid no, a parking. Medicare paid. <laughs> oh, yeah. We paid parking. <laughs> that was it. I don't and even think I paid I- parking. I walked. I parked down the street and walked. <laughs> Shut up. No, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> no way. You yeah, know what the worst is? Vincent parked in like the, like the visitor's. But because you're only there for 20 minutes, he went and moved the car. That's hilarious. That's too funny. And you know what the worst part is? I hate to break it to you, but because since COVID, they made $10 24-hour parking. So it would only cost you $10. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> Keep in mind, though, I was there like six times. Imagine I did have to pay every time I went. That's, That's true. true. That's true. true. So let's just start by saying what, what? we what we did. So yeah. myself, I went through uh, with a doctor mm-hmm. the whole way around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kayla as well. Yep. We had the same doctor. Yeah, we had the same doctor. So it's going to be unique to see, like, the differences that we actually experienced with the same doctor. Why did you guys choose it? Is it because you felt like you didn't have any other other options? So, I mean, I think I've mentioned it before, but, like, my mom, Mm -hmm. I have, like, younger siblings, right? Mm -hmm. So she was my mom's doctor. Mm -hmm. And I used to go to my mom's appointments with her. And, like, I loved her. She was so nice. My mom and her get along. Like, their personality, like, matches so well. My mom loves her. Mm -hmm. Um, Loved her. So, like, (laughs) like, I mean it's pretty obvious and everybody knows like but it's hard to get like doc like especially obese mm-hmm. and she was like willing to take me and all my sisters on just mm-hmm. as like for our regular year okay ups. yeah so basically basically i went with her for that and then i mean honestly i've never did the research on midwife before getting pregnant so i, I didn't even think about it to me like it was always just like you get an OBGYN yeah, and you, you just go, go to the, the hospital doctors. that was it but i knew i wanted her mm-hmm. and yeah, I think it was more based on, like, because my mom had her. Yeah. But, like, I knew that she was just, like, a good... Mm-hmm. And she is, like, a, a renowned fertility doctor. Yeah, oh, wow. She's, she's very known for that. Yeah. Oh, it's funny I didn't because... Know that. Very interesting. Because you went with the... Like, obviously, once you started seeing her regularly, you went with the intent of, like, she will be my, my doctor mm-hmm. throughout my pregnancy. Whereas I never thought twice about it. Like, when you're younger, you think about being pregnant and having a baby and stuff, but you don't actually think about what steps you're going to take to get there Cass is a whole other story she, yeah. she wanted the midwife route yeah but some people don't actually yeah think you don't about really think you just think like okay i'm pregnant and now what right exactly like, now you oh and then your doc like your family doctor someone's like oh you this is what you do you just call this well person. i had i had gone to her i booked an appointment because like we had been trying and it wasn't working <clears throat> oh so yeah she'd kind of like she seen me and she was like <laughs> calm down mm-hmm. like she's like yeah. reassess in, it was like six months at that point she's like reassess in six months like don't worry and then when i went like at nine months she was so happy she was like oh okay. <laughs> see told you <laughs> yeah. but so, my friend sorry no. my friend right now she's pregnant and same thing she didn't have an obg she, just, she doesn't know anything really mm-hmm. 
and she's having like a hard time finding one so she's being tossed around between she met with one mm-hmm. uh the lady was pure french didn't like she hated her mm-hmm. now she got another one waiting for the one that she's on the list for so it's like she's by the being way our doctor's taking patience for for pregnant is she one. actually yeah there's no way yeah my friend just got her Oh, wow. Yeah. But maybe she had a referral from someone or no? no? Well, she had a referral from maybe her family. Uh, what? No, not even. No, 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 not even. Really? Anyways, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I just called for an appointment and my appointment's a long time away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I had almost the same thing. Well, I think my main reason I went with my doctor was because I was so uneducated with a midwife mm-hmm. that in my head they weren't going to give me medication mm-hmm. if i wanted it like you mm-hmm. know like yeah they weren't gonna there's let a lot me, of misconceptions that we'll talk about that's it they weren't gonna let me get the epidural if i wanted it they weren't you know there yeah. was just so many misconceptions that i believed at the time yeah and i was like a Why? lot of people think yeah basically, and i was you like were mistaking a midwife for a doula yeah, yeah. basically yeah in my head it was the same thing which yeah. at the time I, like i said i was so uneducated about I was it the same. so i was like no i'm gonna go to the, my ob and that's that that's you know that, yeah um yeah so i went the midwife route obviously with the midwifery there is waiting lists um because there's only a certain amount of them and especially mine i don't know if there's like midwifery clinics that you pay for but mine is covered with like kind of okay. like through the clsc or CHE, whatever you know the okay. cie yeah. us because it's it in the clsc right yeah well it's at well, the top it's like upstairs yeah. so it's still right. covered by it's healthcare. covered by medicare yeah um so I, there was a waiting list um my family doctor originally um referred me to like the ob in her um like facility i guess and uh i went to meet with them and worst experience of my life hated it left there crying oh, like wow. crying um just like they they just don't care you know and then um so i left there and they were gonna give birth they only did valley field Okay, yeah. And I thought that was a bit far for me. So my mother-in-law, like, referred me to her OB. Yeah. And so I went there, and I was followed by that doctor until I was off the waiting list with the midwives, which was around, I think, 18 weeks they finally called me. Um, But, yeah, I chose to go the midwife route. I, as I've said on the channel before, I'm, like, really educated myself on, like, birth and, like, I would say I'm not really a holistic person, like, I guess, but, like, I believe in, like, a more holistic approach when it comes to birth. Yeah. Like, I truly believe our bodies are, like, they it knows what it's doing, yeah. and we should, like, trust in our bodies to do what it has to do. Yeah. People give birth in rice fields, and, like, <laughs> it's true, like, yeah, in like the middle of jungles and, generations, like, generations yeah. of natural birth, right? There's, like... A lot of studies that like just look how your the organs benefits. move while you're pregnant yeah it's like, insane look at a picture like of the that. benefits <laughs> of certain things like the immediate chest to chest like delayed cord clamping so like i believe in a lot of those things which is why i went i wanted to go the midwife route and with the midwife route it's you're going if you're doing a midwife route you're going to do a natural labor okay like that's that's what you have to have in your mind if yeah. you're going in like no i'm getting the epidural blah blah don't waste your time don't waste the midwife's time go the ob way because a midwife is there to advocate and to push you to have a natural labor essentially and when i say natural i mean no pain medication and a vaginal birth but also in whatever setting you want like yeah in whatever setting you want yeah so um it's not like you have to have a home birth no so they have three options and it like they give you a paper that says your options basically you can have a home birth where they'll come to you and they'll help you birth at home and they bring like their kit or you can do with the birthing center um yeah I guess okay, wait like, i know like i'm sorry to jump ahead. actually mm-hmm. we spoke with your labor persons yeah. so is it true because i've like somebody like my neighbor told mm-hmm. my mom that she gave birth at the late and like they bring like they bring like fresh fruit yeah. for you right after like mm-hmm. labor and like they uh yeah they feed you they prepare like a fresh like soup they have like this like special soup or something that they prepare that is supposed to help with your postpartum you stay it's like a full-blown room like so it's like, not like so it's like double beds okay. so your husband could sleep in the bed with you along with your with your baby um there's a full Cass bathroom is, is convincing us to switch over <laughs> yeah there's a full bathroom after i got served freaking yeah. filet soul at the hospital yeah. <laughs> they have like a little kitchenette so they like prepare you meals they don't feed 
partner, I think. Okay. I'm pretty sure. So like the hospital didn't either. Yeah, yeah they, true, they didn't actually. provide a meal for. Yeah, yeah, so same thing. They just provide for the mother. Um, but a way better option. Oh yeah, like it's a like amazing. The rooms are really nice. Um, anyway, so then and then the third option is you can decide if you do decide you can deliver at a hospital, and they'll um. They go with you, and you just don't have a doctor doctor okay like, so it's like basically doctor. you're renting the room you're renting the room exactly okay. yeah okay. um so yeah those are the three choices that you can make um i don't know i don't yeah so obviously i mean i'm pretty sure it's pretty standard and everybody knows but when you choose an ob mm-hmm. your options are a hospital yeah i don't think you can choose like i mean if you? you decide to do a home birth like she's not there to help you there's no like yeah the I mean, doctor's like, not gonna come to you right? <laughs> exactly like, i wonder i wonder if there is any i mean it would be let the us ambulance. know but would it just be the ambulance that yeah, would show up? Yeah, I think up? so, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And even that, like, they're they not, probably still they're not showing to up to, to sit with you for a couple hours while you're laboring. Yeah, yeah they're going to take like, you to the hospital. You had the baby. Or, and even, or even now, like, I don't know if you've noticed, but Kayla and I's doctor, um, she's on call for the hospital. So she doesn't, she won't show up for your delivery. So basically, she's our doctor throughout the whole pregnancy. Mm-hmm. But if we go labor on Tuesday night and she's not working Tuesday night, you're getting whoever else is there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's very few doctors. I think there's only one or two at that specific hospital mm-hmm. that will actually follow through and deliver your baby oh. now. Which I many feel of like them even won't. that. I feel like they say they will, and then not necessarily. But they don't actually show up. The midwives yeah. they have. Um, they're usually a team of two, and two or three. I think mine was a team of two, and they make sure that during your visits that you see both and you're comfortable so with you're both, comfortable so that both? you so can. You know, yeah. Kayla and I were delivered by a stranger, technically. We had no yeah. idea who she was. Yeah, I mean, I met her because I went to the hospital at 36 weeks. Oh, you actually mm. met her, though? Yeah, she was okay. my doctor when I went to... Bef- when I went for my first preeclampsia checkup. Of all the times weeks. I went, I never met her. Yeah, I had met her, mm. and, like, I clicked with her right away that time, so I wasn't upset when I saw mm. her. Like, I knew that she was okay. good, mm. but, I mean, maybe if I didn't know her. I think that's but a huge thing. Honest, like, with a doctor, like, with a doctor obviously depending on who your doctor is but you build like this bond mm-hmm. the same thing you would with the midwife yeah but then when it comes to delivery okay so whoever. here's where i'm different on you and i think this is why i enjoyed my experience a lot more than you so yeah. you say you build this bond with your doctor which yes i had a bond with my doctor but at the same time i also acknowledge the fact that the credit should be due to the nurse yeah my entire labor mm-hmm. i saw the doctor right when i walked water and then she left and then every checkup between then and like actually baby's head is almost out it was the nurse the entire time yeah it is so i said even if you build this bond with your doctor and i i understand that but but that's but that's what i'm saying is you you kind of hope throughout your pregnancy that the doctor will be the one there because that's who mm-hmm. you're building this bond with but you're right you you want you want to be able to if something happens and push comes to shove, you want to trust who you have there. Exactly. Is basically what it is. Whether it's a midwife, whether it's a doctor, whether it's your mom at home or yeah. something. I don't know. But you want to be able to trust the person that's making the decisions. And I understand, like, if you don't know that person, how you can be like, well, well see, like, sucks. How do but I know that they're the doing same, the right thing? Yeah. How do I know that they're advocating what I want? You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah. See, I, my nurse, I really liked her. I know you didn't like yours, the one with the magic fingers there. Oh, yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked her so like I trusted that she was like uh, but I'm, I'm easily trusting and I know it's stu- like it sounds stupid yeah, when you're so like I normally, oh you're so that's why you're giving birth like you don't want like just anybody mm-hmm. to like come in and like oh they're gonna know what I want but for some reason like I was just so confident that like everything was gonna go fine that I didn't even think of those things like I don't know I think yeah I think obviously the experience so- so what would you guys say that that you liked and you didn't like about your experience okay like the most the whole experience you go first and then uh because you didn't like it i think the problem is i am not assertive yeah so i felt like i was rushed at every appointment Mm -hmm. i felt like anytime i had i went in with a list of questions she'd be like do you have any questions and i'd look at my list and be like well these all look stupid now i can't ask any of these Mm -hmm. so then i'd leave with like 10 times more questions than i win um my appointments were literally four or five minutes walk yeah. in any questions nope okay bye mm-hmm. but i waited an hour and a half to see her in the waiting room <laughs> yeah, yeah know, like. so okay 
yeah the wait times were a bit long i will agree with that it's, it's not even the wait time it's the fact that i walked in and because she was so busy it was like okay bye see you next week or whatever you yeah know? but at the same time like i know five minutes like i understand like when you're pregnant you want so many answers but at the same time i still feel like she got what had to be done within those five minutes done did she though because i left with more questions than i did when i walked in i get you know what the thing is is like okay i'm maybe not as educated as Cass, but i am oddly weirdly obsessed with pregnancy and i did my research so i didn't feel like i needed like the questions i wanted answered i already knew but that's the thing we have to put ourselves in the shoes of somebody who isn't as educated as us. And to be honest, because I did basically, I was followed by an OB up until I was 20 weeks before I switched. Um, and I hated it. And I was yeah. very educated on yeah, everything that comes with it. But I was leaving my appointments with my OB basically crying because they, and I don't necessarily blame them, but they're so busy and they yeah, have you're a number. so many patients that you're a number. Yeah. They don't care. They, do you think like maybe you guys, because like, like, I don't know, like, you know, the, the doctor yeah. from like your mom and stuff, but they don't even remember who you are half the time. Like I remember, yeah. like I remember going in yeah. and she'd be like, oh yeah, you're the one that like is a flight attendant. Oh yeah, or like whatever. She, she for like, sure has that written down. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> you know what? It's probably the nurse that remembered us and wrote like a little. Yeah, the nurse was really you nice. Know? Yeah. Like, but like I would go in and I'll never forget like every appointment they like they check the Doppler right after a certain mm-hmm. amount of weeks, yeah. and she would check the heartbeat for literally like five seconds yeah just yeah. to make sure it's essentially there yeah whereas i wanted to take the time and listen yeah like, i'm not asking for 10 minutes of listening yeah. to heartbeat i'm asking for a minute or two and because vincent wasn't allowed just let me record it a minute yeah, you know exactly See, i think that's the difference between being assertive and not i asked but that's i would ask no i asked to record it too but like every i don't know i kind of agree with you carissa <laughs> like they rush you they like you they walk do rush in you. they walk in they're like lay down they do the doppler they're like okay there's a heartbeat cool uh any questions uh, and then you're like, uh, oh, shit, yeah. shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, Can't even take Can I eat bologna? <laughs> and then they're like, yes or no. And then after that, they're like, okay, you uh, have a, to make an appointment for your 20-week ultrasound. Go to the front desk. They'll fax it for you and then call. and Put blah, your blah, pants blah. on. Bye. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. But what like, I did like. What? And I then was, I get to the I was ca- leaving like. <laughs> <laughs> the worst is I get to the counter to like make my appointment for the next week. And I'm like, I don't know when I'm supposed to see you yeah. next. Like, it's as if. I couldn't even register when I had to go see her next. And then I would text Kayla and Cass mm-hmm. and be like, hey, am I supposed to be seeing her every two weeks or every one week now? Mm-hmm. Which I don't think, as a patient, I shouldn't have to question. When no, sorry. I shouldn't have to ask other people mm-hmm. for that information. That should be directly from the doctor. I think it comes down, though, to being assertive yeah. in the room because yeah. like I, I was i wasn't sure i, I asked everything i had to yeah. ask which is, yeah. is what you and mom are so assertive which is why you have like this amazing mm-hmm. bond with her because you're gonna get the answers mm-hmm. you need and like but we for would someone spend, like maybe five minutes i would go 10 minute appointments because me and her would be laughing talking mm-hmm. about whatever like we, we would i wouldn't s- even get that i remember once i told her i was like maybe eight months pregnant and I was like, should I still be carrying pallets or lifting pallets and walking on the ladder and stuff like that? And she literally shrugged her shoulders and went, meh, it's okay. And I'm like, But you okay. have to remember, though, like, mm-hmm. that she sees so many pregnant people that if she actually told everybody, no, you can't do nothing when you're pregnant, yeah. everybody which, which would I get, But she could have taken the three seconds to explain why, why yeah it's okay I, yeah you know? i can understand she could have been like oh yeah your body's used to it or there's, you know there's no secret that if you're going the ob route and i wish somebody had told me this before because i think i would have been more prepared you have to go in there like you're the doctor almost like yeah. you yeah. have to go in there being like okay i want this i want that i want that i want this i want to know this i want to know this because they're gonna if not you're going in there they're listening for the heartbeat for two seconds they are making sure that you have the paperwork that needs basically to be given Mm -hmm. to you and asks if you have any questions that's basically what the visits are and um wow i lost my train of thought i listen to you talk about your experience with your midwife and i actually sit here going i'm a little jealous yeah so i will say because i've been saying everything i do like about it the one thing i didn't like was when you call a doctor's office Mm -hmm. 
you're either leaving a voicemail or getting a call back and it's usually not the doctor like i remember calling uh i had like a scare with ashton i was like eight weeks and i had like a a gush of blood oh yeah and like that's like you're super scared right Mm -hmm. and you call and who who calls me back like yeah the nurse Mm -hmm. the worst is me at the very beginning before 20 weeks you can't call the case room at the hospital you need like it's really and you you have to be bleeding if you you have to go yeah. yeah and i would call my doctor to see if something was okay and she she would like by the time i got back to her it was like two weeks later and everything was fine yeah. by then mm-hmm. but one thing i don't like about the case room and i like i will say is i called them i had just hit 20 21 weeks and i didn't feel ashton move for like and that was like the night before and we were already at like 12 o'clock in mm-hmm. the day mm-hmm. so my mom and everybody was like no call the case room like you shouldn't be fe-. so I called and she basically told me like you can come in but I'm gonna be straight with you she's like you're not at viable life right now so she's like if it's like and I felt like that was such the wrong thing to say at the moment you know I was like I never had an issue I actually like I've argued with you and mom about it sometimes you'd be like you you need to call you need to call and I'm like I don't want to call but I mean well like she told me to come in but she was like basically telling me like if anything is wrong just prepare yourself like if you if you deliver we're not working to save the baby like it's basically like, like he's gonna awful. survive or he's it's not. like the like, most awful thing to say in that you know situation. and i was like what the f-? and then thank god I, I hung up the phone and like he started moving and i was like i am not going in <laughs> yeah is, so i was saying that part of the reason i picked the doctor versus midwife was because i was uneducated mm-hmm. you want to go over like the misconceptions that a lot of people i do but i want to jump into yeah. quickly what i didn't like and oh, what i yeah. what i liked and what i didn't like about midwifery so that people are maybe more educated yeah. on it okay mm-hmm. so what i loved is the amount of time they take with you your appointments were about an hour we're about an hour yeah like which sounds long but like it was amazing like i would go in and she'd be like hi cassandra how are you blah 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 like like anyways she would like go through like all of this like this plethora of information about like everything that i was doing why we were doing it if if and like it was my choice if i wanted to do it everything that i did or didn't do was my choice yeah. everything um anyways but they would take so much time like every time they would put the doppler on your belly it would be like a f- like a three four five minute thing because they'd be like see that's your heartbeat this is like the blood cord heartbeat that we're hearing this is their actual like full-blown heartbeat that you're hearing like did you know that there's two different heartbeats no <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah right so they, they would show, they would listen to it, they would whatever, they would like measure your belly. They'd be like, oh, I think the baby's foot is here. And they think like, you know, like they would really like okay, take yeah. your time to like tell you about the baby. They're like, do you know if it's a boy or girl? Like they just like really genuinely care. And I think it's also because they have less patience. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like I, I've talked to my midwife since I've given birth and stuff and she, like they are busy like yeah. they have a lot of patience but they but they don't make you feel like but they, they don't make you feel that yeah. way and they space out their schedule to like give you an hour kind yeah. of thing right um sorry i can't tell you how many times i went to the office and i'd be like oh i have a 120 appointment mm-hmm. and then four other people came behind me oh, i have a 120 appointment and i'm like yeah how the hell you have a 120 exactly I have a 120. <laughs> yeah exactly so it's like th- the best thing ever the rooms that you like go in are like like they feel homey they feel homey like it's actually a bed like yeah. it's a sent me a picture bed. today and i was like that looks like a kid's bedroom yeah exactly because i went <laughs> to go see uh the midwife because i wanted to ask her some questions about the podcast but uh yeah so i saw the bed and like it's it's just so homey like you go in it they have like little toy things for like if you want your baby like if you have a baby like yeah, a baby like already bring... um so question i know this is gonna sound stupid mm-hmm. but let's say you did deliver there yeah it's a completely different room. Okay, but would, would Link be allowed to be there? Or would he, like... Technically... I mean, like, uh, personal choice, obviously. I'm not sure many people I would want that. I guess it's personal that. choice, but I, I think... Maybe because of COVID, I don't know. Okay. But I think you are. Like, Link would be able to spend the night with you when you're, like, if he... I think so, yeah. Okay, that's pretty okay. good. I don't know I if mean, they... Inc- is it, like... It's probably, like, Lakeshore or the hospital. Well, the hospital, they want, like... Kids kids it's have visiting safe. hours. Yeah, they have visiting hours. Not with I COVID? think they would be able to stay, probably. The kids have visited. Sorry, I'm confused. What do you mean? Like, like, let's say you were to have a baby. Yeah. And Eliza, like, comes and like COVID's not a thing, and Eliza comes to visit you and the baby. Oh, you're she talking can't about, like, stay a... there overnight. Okay, you're talking about like for a second child. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like gave birth to no, Link no. and then they take Link away. I'm like, 
<laughs> no, 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 no. Like, if I you have, like, a second. second like, yeah, I okay. think so. I'm not entirely sure. Okay, yeah. I can't, like, fully respond to that. I know. But it's I think like a so. random question that just came to Yeah. Head. Yeah. And <laughs> like, I know they have, like, a waiting room for, like, family, family. And, like, they have a kitchenette so family can, like, I mean, just I mean, realistically, there. would you want to be. I, I one personally kid, wouldn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. A lot of people wouldn't. But. but I'm just saying, like, for example, like a single mom or someone who doesn't yeah, have a choice. That's a very good question. Yeah. I'm going to ask. So, yeah, those are the things that, like, I loved. Um, they like inform you about everything oh and another thing that's amazing and if maybe you have like trauma like either rape or being sexually assaulted or anything like that every single time even to touch my belly they say am I allowed to touch you now Mm. can I touch you or like yeah or like when they do vaginal exams they say I'm only gonna enter when you tell me I'm it's okay to do so okay it's funny you should say that one time when I went to the doctors for like like uh, towards the end like my emergency one mm-hmm. there um the doctor on call he was like gonna do a vaginal exam and mm-hmm. he asked he's like is it okay if i put my fingers now mm-hmm. and i remember thinking it was so weird that he asked but now that i'm thinking of i'm like oh okay i think also the fact that he's a male maybe yeah, he maybe feels like he has to maybe yeah. yeah but uh that was amazing and i feel like if you do have trauma in some that sort would, of yeah, way that, that, would really that would be yeah. major yeah my ob the first time like when i went for like Lincoln when I was pregnant early on they do like um like an STD test I guess yeah. in the beginning yeah. right like she was like you should have bought me lunch before you just shoved yourself well up she <laughs> she hurt me she made me bleed what the f- what? yes guys it was it, and I've, I've had obviously like pap, pap smears. smears and stuff in the past and I've never bled she was so rough like should you like cut you with her nail or something like, no like i don't know the freaking like, like clamp thing clamp? the the bird <laughs> the thing everybody knows what it is but nobody knows the yeah name. anyways they're super gentle so that was really nice um the things i don't like about my midway free okay. because there are some i'm surprised i haven't heard you say anything yeah like. so i've never heard her have a negative so obviously um when you go to a doctor's office when you go to a doctor's office they have like when you want to get your ultrasound for example right they give you a referral paper but they fax it off to a specific place that they want you to go yeah right okay excuse me the midwifery is like they'll give you a referral and you have to go to call somewhere to call somewhere and kind of do it on your own okay okay which is kind of stressful because you don't know know where to you don't know really where to call like They'll give you a few options. They'll say like, "Oh, I know this place, this place, this place." I wonder if the um, places but would prioritize not, you. They'll be exactly so you're not yeah. as prior uh, prioritize prioritize. Holy shite! <laughs> prioritize prioritize. We're having a po- <laughs> we're having a prenatal moment here. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, I don't like that because it's like it kind of adds to the stress, yeah. especially if you have to do something like within a short. And like, time yeah, especially frame. if it's like your first. Yeah. Like, you're like you totally don't know lost, what the hell you you're know. doing. Mm-hmm. So that I don't like because. I mean, yeah, I can, the doctor just can do it for you. Or yeah, at then, least for, and then you, you just then call. you had the case where us, where they they were supposed to send the paper and they didn't. Okay. Well, she she sends the paper, but the thing is, like, I there's she wanted me to go to Ratty Med. Okay. And there's one in uh, the West Island, mm-hmm. and there's one in, in Vaudreuil. Yeah. But for her, she sends it to the one in the West Island because it's closer to her office. Yeah. But I'm like, but I live in Vaudreuil. Yeah. Like, okay. Oh, see, I just went to the West. It was closer for work. From see, work, I went so. to the one in Vaudreuil because like I ended, ended up calling. Up, yeah. And made, yeah. But like then I had to make sh- I had to go a week early because then they don't send it off right away. Yeah. Okay. And then also with midwifery, like I said, you have to go into it like you're doing it natural. So there is a pressure that you do feel to do it naturally. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Like obviously we know that my birth was pretty traumatic for me. Going into if I have a second one, it scares me mm-hmm. because I know that I'm going into it. If I choose the midwife route again, I know I'm going into it with the mindset of I'm doing it natural again. But do you think also because of what you went through mm-hmm. that you almost know your like your body could exceed the limits? Yeah, so like but this time you're gonna be like more confident. Feel it. Yeah, <laughs> that's the yeah. difference, right? I'm, I'm curious, and this this is you might not be able to answer this, but so. To be able to see a midwife, you need to have oh, yes. basically a, a healthy, a low risk, a low risk pregnancy. Exactly. Yes. I'm curious for your second baby because mm-hmm. you had a traumatic experience mm-hmm. for your delivery. Are you still considered low risk for your second? I'm still considered low risk. Like if I were to have another baby, it would be considered 
like if everything is healthy it'd be like basically it'd be like a new scratch but they would have they have all the notes now so it's like they'll be prepared if they'll exactly like they'll be prepared to know what my body might do like will the will the baby get stuck again so it's possible but it's not considered high risk because everything that happened to me i guess was things that they're like they have um like the equipment they're prepared for, for, they're prepared prepared for. Prepared. Like they, they happened, could have still done it yeah they could have still yeah. done it with at the birthing center which i think is like a huge misconception as well because myself as well i believe mm-hmm. that if something were to go wrong they wouldn't have the equipment needed mm-hmm. to care for myself and whereas the baby. like if i was michaela who um at 36 weeks no 38 weeks, 38 weeks, 38 weeks you got diagnosed with uh, preeclampsia then they would transfer me yeah, see, so now yeah. I wouldn't be able to, like... it's considered high risk. For my second pregnancy, when it, when it happens, I wouldn't be able to have a midwife mm-hmm. because my doctor, when I went for my post, uh, six weeks, she told me when I do get pregnant, I'm going to be considered high risk. Okay, yeah. Because so, okay. the chances of getting it again are higher. are higher than someone who's never had it. Okay, yeah. See, so, like, I think you would be considered high risk, so yeah. I don't think you'd be able to. She and did, twins are considered high risk, too. Yeah, and so I know, they, like... They don't, they, with, they like, breach yeah. and so many... I know yeah. with, like, uh, with doctors, if you have a C-section... Most doctors, not all. Um, if you had a C-section with your first, then they're going to push you to have a C-section For with your, your second. second. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I don't know, like, if they would be able to consider mm-hmm. a midwife for your for their second you know yeah. like i don't know the case to case like yeah. what's considered. i think it's case to case but i know for me because i was preeclamptic with my first i'm high you, risk you they wouldn't be. take me okay. yeah because the chances of me getting it again yeah. like i said are higher so like but you like just because you had a traumatic labor mm-hmm. it's not it's like not it's not a birth or not a pregnancy mm-hmm. risk it yeah, was like exactly just and like you said they had them like they could have yeah they could have they they would have been equipped to deal with everything that had happened to me just would have sucked because i wouldn't have had the epidural yeah exactly but but i think like like you said we can get into the misconceptions because for one i think a lot of people like like you said i thought a doula was a midwife yeah i basically classified them as the same thing so i actually contacted like i said a bit but i contacted my midwife because i wanted to ask her a few questions um for this podcast and i asked her i was like what is the thing that is most like people are most misconceived yeah <laughs> what is it what do they misconceive the most? yeah, yeah. Mis- and she said yeah. that that they assumptions what are the assumptions? yeah what are the assumptions yeah. <laughs> that they alone she said that the biggest assumption that people have is that they have there's an act there's also a doctor in the room with them okay but they are considered the o like quote-unquote obgyn so like a doula for instance a doula is like if you want to go the doctor route, but you want to like, like an emotional some, support, have an emotional support, or if you do want to do like a natural birth, a doula would be there to help you, like show like you focus. positions okay. and like breathing techniques. breathing techniques, show you how to get through them, which a midwife does as well. But um, but if anything, like she will not be equipped to. She will. She's not equipped to deal with anything medically. Yeah. Okay. So whereas you were saying the midwife is actually so so they they like give you blood tests they do so they're basically like um if i'm wrong but like almost like a nurse yeah like a certified a certified practitioner you could say because they they do she told me that they do four and a half years of university okay yeah, yeah so that's so it's it's quite a bit of schooling right yeah, it is. so it's very specialized and it's yeah so like and you said they're able to prescribe yeah like, so they prescribe medication they can basically they can do anything a doctor anything can do. a an ob can yeah sorry um with exception of giving like pain medication i guess but i think at the same sorry but even at the same time like pain meds yes like mm -hmm. not oxy but even an epidural the ob is not you have to have an anesthesiologist right yeah but the but the midwife can't even prescribe that okay like at that point if Mm -hmm. i'm like i'm tapping out like f this like i need an epidural they have to transfer you to to a hospital to, which obviously to a hospital but like they can't just transfer you to the hospital and continue the care yeah they're at done. that point they're done quote okay. unquote done um which is basically what happened to me right so mm-hmm. i transferred to the hospital but also it's because lincoln had pooped and there was meconium and stuff but so i transferred to the hospital and then once i was there and i had the epidural my midwife kemi was like okay like i'm gonna go now so she went home and rested a bit while i 
continue dilating mm-hmm. and she said text me when you're eight centimeters and i'll come back for the labor or for the birth sorry okay. okay so that's basically what happened because they're not really needed at that point they're just kind of an advocate for you yeah and she can't really overstep she, she can't, can't over overrule anything that's kind of going on but she like she can't say like sandra it's your choice like if you don't want that episiotomy like tell them tell them you don't they're want they're not it. gonna go against your wishes yeah exactly whether they agree but i mean not. you can do that with with or without a midwife with, with, too yeah. right like just educate yourself you just have to be able to stand up for yeah, yourself. Also. Exactly, it's, it, yeah. it's also nice to have someone there to remind you in that moment. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's like a big misconception that people have is that they're not like they are fully educated and they're fully capable and like and certified and certified to help you in birth mm-hmm. and postpartum. Um, and a lot of them, I think, are like specialists in breastfeeding. Like, like lactation. 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 Yeah. Okay. I don't think they're like they probably did like the course yeah they probably did the course i'm assuming um another one is well yeah they can prescribe medication that has anything to do with birth or postpartum and all that um did we get like after our delivery we got like a list of medication and stuff like stool softeners Mm -hmm. iron i think Mm -hmm. iron supplements do we get anything for pain management yeah it was the noxy proxin i don't know it's like super strong advil or something and and you wouldn't have gotten that I know. don't. I feel like she could have, if I'm not, Probably because well, it's because not, she was at the hospital. The hospital would have given her that. But it's also yeah. it's it's more like just an extra strength Tylenol, like extra extra strength. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not exactly like it's not in the. Um, it's not like oxy. Oxy or like, exactly. Uh, I never took mine, so it's I don't not know. an o- I never opioid took either. Yeah, it's, it's not like. It's basically just like over the counter Tylenol, to be honest. Okay. I'm so. not entirely sure. Yeah. About that, but I also know don't that quote they, me on the name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Um, they can prescribe like the tool softeners and all that stuff um another huge misconception people have is that they are they have the exact same medication and quote-unquote equipment to deal with everything labor that a delivery room does okay so they would so if they need like the 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 preemie equipment or something not maybe i don't know they don't have anything preemie so like the basic everyday like basically like um like they have like a um like lincoln was born and he had like uh stuff in his mouth or nose or whatever the little suction cup the little suction no but like they have like the proper one the proper like the big yeah yeah like they have like stuff for that like it's almost like a cpr kit they they can have the oxygen tank yeah oh yeah they have i've I've seen the oxygen tank yeah do they have like they must have like a defibrillator in case oh yeah i'm sure they have um, i mean we have one at my work for some reason which i don't know who the fuck they have like all the medication like if you're hemorrhaging they have like a medication to like give it to like inject you and like all that they can suture you up so if you do have tearing they have like the numbing the numbing but they will like unless i mean unless it's really necessary but they wouldn't do any episiotomy no unless it's necessary okay but they do say that anything above, I think anything, so a third or fourth degree tear, if it's that bad, then they'll transfer you to the hospital. Okay. Do, I mean, I care to ask you, do you have time to be transferred to the hospital? Like, yeah, you're, you're so, bleeding quite a bit in that case, no? With what? Like, if you tear all the way, are you bleeding enough that, like... Well, the tearing won't be the reason. No? Like, you're, if, you're ter- if, you're, if you're hemorrhaging, it's a different story, okay, yeah. but they are prepared to deal with hemorrhaging as well. Okay, like they they so. would be able to package you like bandage you and they gel. know and they would be able to like i assume they probably alert the hospital too by the yeah. way we have like these scheduled mm-hmm. if if they know in advance mm-hmm. so they the have uh, kind of on well especially like the like when i went with lincoln and i, I had asked a million questions right because you want to know like, but you didn't have to go by ambulance right like you no drove. no i, I drove yeah. but um it's like a what a five minute drive yeah. to yeah. the hospital Probably, but know. that's probably Honestly, why they didn't know you were the emergency. Yeah, because exactly, they were probably right? expecting you to yeah. come by ambulance. But exactly. also, like, if you think of it, if you do take the ambulance, I feel like it's added stress on top of it. Yeah. So maybe probably. it is better. You kind of have Honestly, it probably takes longer because they have to, like, strap you up to the gurney. and like, Yeah, probably. All yeah. That. But I mean, after birth, if, like, you're hemorrhaging, so, yeah, like, they're going to yeah, bring yeah. an ambulance. Um, yeah, those are, like, I think the biggest misconceptions. Do you guys have any questions, like, that you didn't know or want to know <laughs> that maybe I can answer? I don't know. It's funny because like I, we always say like oh so many questions but then when the time comes like, it's like none, no. like even today like we had we had spoken we had spoken <laughs> about doing this episode mm-hmm. and like we were like cast like oh you guys have any questions I'm gonna contact my midwife to ask and like I had no idea none I'm of like- us had like any questions but at the <laughs> yeah. same time we're also curious about the experience but I feel yeah. like you've done such a good job at telling us 
Yeah. That we kind of like. But we, we kind of went out. Like obviously we didn't have the midways, but we kind of lo- went along with you and yeah. and learned I with love you during the. Guys. I think they were like, just oh like God. what you I really know? like for you is that like you can text her. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. And like sh- oh oh I want to say another thing I love that I forgot to mention that doctors definitely don't do. Um, even if you're planning to give birth at the birthing center or at the hospital, when I was in labor, the midwives come to you before you like so they do house calls like they come to you and they do house visits 24 hours after the baby's born they come to your house to make sure everything's okay four days after the baby's born they come make sure everything's okay they make sure like you're breastfeeding well if you have any questions they help you with the latches all that they're really like i mean sorry to sum it up but like they're not just like you said a number to them you're you're really like they're there as like an emotional support oh, and time. like they're along for the ride with you yeah because even now like i mean lincoln's nine months mm-hmm. and she'll still check up yeah like if you message her and ask yeah. her anything like yeah yeah. Uh, yeah i can call them it's, it's it's just funny to hear that you're like yeah i'm just gonna text her and ask my question i'll just ask her you know like mm-hmm. oh my stomach hurts today let me see i mean like, you're not supposed happening. to like yeah listen, not they're, yeah they're busy boundaries. people but like <laughs> no there's boundaries but like if like let's say you are spotting or you are mm-hmm. having an abnormal cramp or something mm-hmm. you can message her and get a response back within an hour or so they said after so they follow you till you're six weeks postpartum and then after that you're supposed to see um either like your gynecologist or your family doctor yeah um but they said to me they're like listen if they're it's just like a little like if you have a question like don't feel like don't be shy yeah yeah we'll answer you you know like if it's you don't want to make book an appointment just ask them like yeah just the fact that you were able to get answers back within like an hour or so if you did message them while pregnant i i'd call like five times leave Mm -hmm. 10 million voicemails speak with the secretary be like look i just need to speak i just need to ask a question Um, Mm -hmm. also sorry i have to tell you because i recently called for like my one year postpartum Mm -hmm. they no longer have a voicemail they actually you wait on the line so I actually called the doctor today to make an appointment for my one year. I didn't even know I had to do a one year post uh, postpartum. I didn't know that. Do I have to do that? Yeah, <laughs> you're supposed to. I didn't even know I had to. So I call and I'm like, hey, like, mm-hmm. did you know? Because I was talking to friends and they told me I was supposed to. And yeah. she's like, well, I guess it kind of depends what your doctor says. I'm like, I don't remember what my doctor says. Like, well, like, the thing is, is that it's not really like a postpartum check. It's more like your yearly checkup yeah exactly so anyway so we booked that but for the first time mm-hmm. i got through right away that's what i'm saying because now that they don't send you to voicemail oh, okay. so it actually like choice. keeps you on the line mm-hmm. and they actually do answer nice. which so which, i mean i'd rather that i'd rather speak with a person even if oh, she just too. transfers me to the, the oh press one the to radio <laughs> oh, <laughs> sometimes i'm like i want to speak to a human <laughs> so i know kayla you said that like because of your circumstances you wouldn't be allowed to mm-hmm. to look at it yeah so she told me she would see me more often okay if you were given the chance now now that you know the difference would you have cons- would you consider a midway for a second you guys are all I feel like fresh on no <laughs> no i, I wouldn't you know why though and like it's just i'm not made for natural birth so that's i was gonna say if you the experience sounds great mm, yeah but <laughs> i'm no not like natural birth but i'm saying the experience you know what with Danny the midwife says you know what Danny says? Danny says that if with a midwife you can get an epidural and everything, no problem. It, yeah. People wouldn't do OBs anymore. Exactly. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Because the experience is just so personalized. So personal. That sounds amazing. appealing to me. But I know I would never do but it on natural if birth. You're, if you're not looking to try and do a natural birth at least, don't do it. Don't go with it. And don't waste their time. That's what I'm saying. Like, Right? It's not that I... Like, I would love to have a one-on-one and, like, mm-hmm. somebody who really cares. But it's cares. also not for everyone. But I know in my heart that I will never mm-hmm. I, even attempt. I, I No. <laughs> Give me the fucking epidural the second I yeah. feel those. Like, wh- how I had it with Ashton. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. I, I felt 30, 45 minutes of contractions. And even that, I was two se- three centimeters. So, come yeah. on. Yeah. How bad are my contractions? Yeah, exactly. So... I'm not made for natural labor. Yeah. So like Cass said, I just wouldn't waste their time. And I respect the people that do want to do it mm-hmm. enough to let them have mm-hmm. like... Well, exactly. Their, yeah, exactly. What funny. about you? I just had this conversation with Vincent maybe like a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. And I was telling him that I seriously want to consider a midwife for my second. Wow. The only I'm reason so I'm hesitated <laughs> is because I don't necessarily... Like mm-hmm. everyone has their own opinion. But for myself... 
I don't want to go further than 40 weeks. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's the one thing that kind of like holds me off oh, is yeah, because true. there's a lot of people that say different things. You can read that it's not healthy mm-hmm. to go after the 40 weeks and you can mm-hmm. hear the opposite. Mm-hmm. I'm not prepared to go. Like as of 36 weeks, I was ready for her out. Yeah, but see, it's so hard to say. So because like my mother-in-law, I mean, I don't know if I've mentioned it, but she's a NICU uh, nurse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she is told like there's literally there's no good time like she was terrified for me to go early and then she was terrified for me to go after yeah. Yeah. but the thing is is that she also doesn't remember like because she sees worst case scenario yeah. in the NICU especially at the hospital she works at so when when you say 42 weeks oh but the babies who came with 42 weeks but you're also missing the percentage of babies that came yeah. 42 weeks were perfectly fine yeah. Like, yeah. no I think it's just myself yeah imagine like I'm thinking but I don't back think you like, would because you went basically yeah. into natural labor at 39. at 39 but I also had the the membranes but, her yeah, but yeah, they, they did membrane they did, the membrane they did but will they do it that early yeah they would yeah. like that one I did it at 38 weeks yeah. it was like 36 weeks no they uh, wouldn't no, they wouldn't 37 weeks they wouldn't no, do you would have you would have had to been 38 because you have to be full term yeah she would not do it because even with me she wouldn't even check if I was dilated until 38 weeks because they don't want to touch until 38 weeks. No, sorry. You're right. I was 30. I gave birth at 39. So I was like 38 to the dot. Like, yeah. I think I went on my 38 week mm-hmm. and she did That's it there. And then I did it the weekend. Mm-hmm. And then, okay. Yeah. Otherwise, she won't do one. Yeah, because they did three time. membrane sweeps with me. Yeah, I got three. So. Yeah. So. And yeah. don't forget with the midwife. With, like, I'm not trying to like. Yeah. Like, if you choose what, you, what works. The midwives are there to push for a natural birth if you put your foot down and say i've had enough transfer me they will transfer your care to a doctor at a certain point they can't i mean they can't refuse you because if they do then they're putting stress on yourself which is Mm -hmm. essentially putting Mm -hmm. stress on the baby Mm -hmm. right but they do they do encourage you to go to honestly like they won't like they don't they don't send transfer you to a hospital unless you're like 41 weeks and mm-hmm. x days you know like just so, because yeah. i know that it's not like natural isn't for me that i wouldn't do it because there's so many moms that do want to do the natural route mm-hmm. and that they're so busy that if i already have this like even if i had a faint doubt in my yeah. mind i don't think i would do it because like i said mm-hmm. at that point you're already questioning it you yeah. know that you're probably gonna cave you have like, to be like you were no, dead you set on it you know and you were like 40 hours in see i'm i'm know? not scared because i i Hold went on. so far without the epidural mm-hmm I'm not scared to do it without it again this time. Yeah. I've been, like, I kind of went through it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, am I scared to push without having the epidural? That's, Maybe. Yeah. But I think, I, I mean, I, like I said, I went through the worst, you know? Yeah. Yeah. At a certain point, your adrenaline kicks in and kind of takes over anyways. So mm-hmm. Yeah. I think really to sum it up, though, is you just have to, like, obviously educate yourself i'm not yeah. saying do like extensive research yeah but educate yourself on the actual difference of a midwife mm-hmm. and an ob because don't look at a doula because yeah. that's not even what we have here mm-hmm. uh and really make what's what's the decision that's best for you like yeah if you want to go that natural route if you really want a, a personal experience of course the midwife is the better option but if you're okay with a couple minute appointments fa- like which is some people don't have an yes. hour to spare at yeah. an appointment. So. Honestly, I was not complaining because I was definitely glad. Like I finished work mm-hmm. in and out. Like mm-hmm. yeah. besides the I mean, time. listen, could my appointments been shorter? Yeah. Yeah, but, but at like, the same time, but you also. Out, but yeah. but I'm saying, like, had you have wanted them shorter, they would have been shorter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's I, we can't really say oh, it's an hour long appointment. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. if she yeah. wanted to rush out, they would have yeah. rushed her too. Yeah, exactly. But you just have to make like an educated decision on, like you know how they say make a birth plan. If your birth plan includes either a water birth or like a home birth, if you want to go that route or like if you believe in like low intervention births, like maybe the midwife route is for you. If you're terrified of labor, if you are not somebody who wants to even experience a contraction, go the OB route because yeah. they're that's the best. And the midwife is there to help you experience the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, and I just want to say, if you do go the OB route, you're not obliged to stay with one that you don't feel is good. Like, yeah, there you are can always, better yeah. ones. Like, if you like my friend, for example, mm-hmm. she went to one who only spoke French and she's pure English. Mm-hmm. Um, then on top of it, like, it's her first pregnancy, her first appointment. She had so many questions. She basically didn't want to answer anything. She didn't even ask her if you had questions. She told her blah 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 blah. Have a, I'll see you I next think, month. Like, yeah. I think so. My friend like, switched. Yeah, I think yeah. OBs they. 
they're so used to it. Like they see so many patients in so many cases that they just assume that everything's everything's known. Like even yeah. for my first appointment, the doctor flat out said, you can find most of it online. Yeah. Here's the book. Yeah. And, and then the worst is because Kayla was pregnant and my mom had been her. She's like, you've been around enough pregnant people. Like, yeah. you, you know, you have resources. Like she relied that I would find the information on other yeah. people, which isn't the case for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. what I will say, and like, I'm, I know this episode's getting long, so we're going to wrap it up. But like, as much as we're saying they're not personalized, when I did have preeclampsia, oh, yeah, they- she did call me. Yeah. Like, I got a call from the hospital, so she could have said forget it. But I mean, it was 10 o'clock, 10.30 at night. Yeah. She called me on her personal cell phone to tell me, like, what the plan is. I will try to come see you at the mm-hmm. hospital. Like, so there she are, does give a crap, you know? Yeah. There like, are many, many OBGYNs who are, who, it's like, that's the most amazing job for them. Yeah. Because, like, yeah. they care about you. They, like, they take as much time as they can. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say that OBs, like, don't give a shit. And, like, you're yeah. just, like, you're I, I think it's a case all of them. Case. It's a case by case. I think I, the doctor that I went with, <laughs> like, it's funny because when I first, like, switched to the midwife, they're like, ooh, who was your OB? And I told them who it was. And they're like, she's got to retire, man. <laughs> like, they <laughs> literally, they were literally like, we get so many transfers. Yeah, that's never good. Because, yeah. like. What I do like also about mine is, like, I'm on the mommy groups when there's a lot of people asking like for recommendations for um ob's mine comes very highly recommended mm-hmm. so that's why yeah. i was surprised when you said every uh, many people i know who are pregnant had her as doctors and they they all say amazing things i'm not saying she's a bad person mm-hmm. i love her as a person there's no questions there but maybe i'll, I'll consider a different route next yeah i time. think maybe you're made for the like if you want a more yeah. personalized one-on-one then maybe you want the midwife but you really have to consider naturally exactly. Exactly. exactly and going over your and i mean weeks. like i said she was a nice per after i gave birth she came in and she made sure i was okay she she met the baby you know when i went in for my appointment after she asked how she was and asked about my experience um she, i'm just saying she, she told me my baby was the cutest baby so. <laughs> she told me the same thing <laughs> yeah. oh my god all right, all right well so, on that and- note <laughs> if you guys have any specific questions about like the like doctors or midwives or anything like that just let us know and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll see if we can try yeah, to answer Cass will them. be there to answer all your midwife questions yeah i mean listen <laughs> i know, I know from my experience right but yeah. i don't know all the answers yeah. but i'll try and answer to the no, best you can of also my like ability. guide them in the way if they're trying yeah. to get one on the waiting oh, list yeah and stuff. for sure yeah for sure Okay. all right well uh this oh, has been f- oh, sorry. Go ahead. uh follow us on facebook and instagram mm-hmm. at straight up mom sh- with two h's all right this is michaela kirsten cassandra and this is straight up mom shh. <laughs>